Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is July 16th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 coin market cap of the day, as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to chit-chat, hang out, uh, post anything crypto-related, or if you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that same Discord messenger or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 coin market cap of the day, starting off with... Bitcoin settling at $9,125.94 for a, hmm, you know what, these numbers might be reset. I'm not sure when the the the, uh, the numbers reset on CoinMark, uh, on uh, CoinGecko because, uh, you know, I'm doing this podcast a little later than normal. It's already, uh, it's already kind of late, but uh, anyways... The 24-hour market, uh, 24-hour uh, difference is 0.0%, which I don't believe that's true, but whatever. Next one is, in second place, we have Ethereum settling at $233.40 at a 0.5% gain. Third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $1 for a 0.1% gain. And in fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.19 cents for a 0.9% gain. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $223.49 for a 1.5% gain. And in sixth place, we have Cardano settling at $0.12 for a point zero. Nope, no gain, no loss. And in seventh place, we have Chainlink settling at $8.46 for a good whopping 4.4% gain. And in eighth place, we have Bitcoin SV settling at $172. Wait, hold on. Let's back up. Chainlink is already in seventh. Man, Chainlink is just wow. Okay, sorry. Uh, eighth place, Bitcoin SB at one hundred seventy-one dollars and sixty cents for a 07 percent loss. And in ninth place, we have Litecoin at forty-two dollars and nine cents for a one point one percent gain. And in tenth place, we have Crypto.com Coin. CRO at 14 cents for a 0.3% gain. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10. And I don't know what happened to the other top. Man, it's crazy. The market's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Anyways, that is your top 10. And your overall market cap is at $274 billion, down 0.5%. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. With that said, first news by Sharyura, no, Shar, Sharya, Sharya Malwa, Sharya Malwa. While the Twitter hackers use Bitcoin instead of Monero. Yesterday, Twitter was breached and the accounts of several high-profile individuals including Barack Obama and Joe Biden tweeted a common Bitcoin scam that asked for Bitcoin, promising to send some in return, which it doesn't. 
The hackers themselves did not make any public statements, but they left some message hidden in the blockchain. They were in the form of a personalized Bitcoin address. Put together, they read, You take risk when use sick Bitcoin for your Twitter game. Bitcoin is traceable. Why not Monero? Wait, what? Hold on, let me... I want to read this again. This is crazy. So this hacker apparently used one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven different Bitcoin addresses. And within each Bitcoin address is a small word, right? Like the first Bitcoin address says, just read all. The next one says transactions outputs as text. Third one says you take risk when you use Bitcoin. Fourth one says your Twitter game. Fifth one says Bitcoin traceable. Six one says, why not Monero? And that's crazy. That is crazy. Put together, okay, so hold on, this is crazy. The last message is particularly interesting. Why not Monero? Bitcoin may be the most well-known cryptocurrency, but it's very public too. Anyone can see the movement of all Bitcoin, of all Bitcoin and track where the money moves, making it hard for criminals to escape with the pro- with the proceeds as it were. In contrast, Monero is a private cryptocurrency famed for masking wallets and transactional information. It would be much easier to stay hidden. Bitcoin is a billion times easier to buy than Monero. It has a name that is instantly recognizable where most of the people that saw the tweets would never have heard of Monero. Tweeted Ricardo Spagni, also known as Fluffy Pony, who was a lead maintainer of Monero. Bitcoin addresses are significantly shorter than Monero addresses, leading to more space in tweets, he added. Either way, the hack was fairly successful. Victims sent 12 Bitcoin worth $118,000 to the address, which has since been siphoned away. Although, considering the skill of the hack and the millions of people seeing the tweet, it could have been much worse. Wow. That was it? Who wrote this? I wish there's a little more, uh, a little more research in this. Sharyuva Malwa, man, I wish there was a little more. That's 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 deep. Okay, next news by Stephen Graves. U.S. Congressional defends Bitcoin in wake of Twitter hack. Yesterday, Twitter was rocketed by what it describes as a coordinated social engineering attack that saw high-profile accounts, including Barack Obama and Kim Kardashian, compromised and used to tweet out a Bitcoin scam. It sucked in 12 Bitcoins worth $110,000 at current prices. In the latest occasion on what the world's biggest cryptocurrency has been associated with scams and criminals activity, but Congressman Tom Emmerman tweeted, Bitcoin isn't the problem. Centralized control is. Hmm. Well, let's read a little more. The attack on Twitter's system was, according to the social media firm, the result of social engineering to access internal company tools. Other reports have suggested that an insider at the company was to blame. Accordingly, Emmer's tweet could be seen as pointing the figure of blame at Twitter's own centralized control, where a single point of failure can compromise the entire system. Leaked images purported, purporting to show Twitter's internal admin tools were published by a motherboard, showing the level of control that individual administrators have over the platform, including tags for trans blacklist and search blacklist. Hmm. Next news. 
Bitcoin price drops $200 the day after massive Twitter hack. The price of Bitcoin dropped towards $9,000 today, having suffered minor losses this morning. After falling to a lows of $9,040, the cryptocurrency is currently at $9,077. Bitcoin is now down 1.9% in the last 24 hours and 4.5% in the last month, indicating today's movement is a continuation of a longer-term bearish trend. Much of this price drop occurred between 8 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. This morning, after a sudden uptick in sell orders wiped off more than $100 from the price of Bitcoin before further losses ensued. And the reason they're really picky about this $100 is because nobody wants Bitcoin to go below $9,000. Well, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do because that's going to allow me to buy more Bitcoin with my cash. And that's exactly what I want to do. So I have cash squatting. I'm cash squatting right now until um, Bitcoin goes a little lower in price and then I'll buy some up. This bearish momentum began around 10 hours after Twitter experienced one of its largest hacks in recent history, which saw the accounts of large numbers of prominent Twitter users breached and used to spread a variety of Bitcoin scams. It includes Tesla CEO Elon Musk, Binance CEO Cheng Peng Zhao, and US presidential candidate Joe Biden. All right, we've read so much of this already. Next news, DeFi hacks on Ethereum 2.0 easier to scale than on ETH1 reports. DeFi has proven to be something of a double-edged sword for crypto. On the other hand, it's generating excitement and income. On the other, it poses security threats, derivative attacks, and other hacks made possible by DeFi. Money piñata could cause cracks in the forthcoming Ethereum 2.0. Wait, money piñata? So says consensus Tanner Hoban and Thomas Borger, who was funding from Moloch Down, who wrote Moloch Down, used their free time to analyze the incentive structure and security for Ethereum's long-awaited proof-of-stake network. In their just-released paper, Ethereum 2.0 Economics Review, an analyst of Ethereum's proof-of-stake incentive models, the co-author argued that with option volumes increasing and unique financial instruments like flash loans being used in malicious exploits, derivatives could become the favored avenue of attacks for adversaries. Okay, next news. DeFi is growing up. More than $25 million has been hacked from DeFi products, but it's all a part of growing up. That's according to Q2 2020 DeFi reports from Consensus CodeFi. Which chrono... Chronicled three separate hacking efforts during the three-month period starting April 11th. On the upside, it's not all bad news. Multiple trends highlighted in the reports all point to a rapidly maturing industry with the excitement, drama, and vulnerability that comes with building a new financial paradigm. Three things that defy that define DeFi. Indeed, the Codify reports highlighted three things that defined Ethereum DeFi during Q2 2020. The first, BTC on Ethereum overtakes BTC on Lightning Network. Two. Three major security incidents responsible for $26 million being hacked. And three, the release of Comp and the frenzy of yield farming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wrapped Bitcoin grew more than 800% and more than 8,000 BTC locked up during the quarter with additional BTC locked up schemes and adding an additional 3,000 BTC before June 30th. By comparison, the Lightning Network held just under 1,000 BTC at the end of the second quarter. Wow. That's crazy. Next, because everybody wants to earn interest, man. I'm not a liar. That's what I do. I mean, I don't just have my money just sitting in wallets. I'm 
actively earning passive income off my cryptos. And if you're interested, you can just go down to this description below on the video and jump on Celsius. With that said, next news written by Sharyuva Malwa. Oh, hold on. You know what? I didn't even... Let's see. Go back. DeFi. This last news article is written by Alexander Bechrens. Okay. So back to Sharyuva Malwa. Only $120,000 in Bitcoin. Twitter hacker hack could have been much worse. Hacker... Hackers compromised their personal accounts of over 25 prominent and influential Twitter users yesterday, including U.S. presidential nominee Joe Biden and former U.S. presidential Barack Obama, to perpetuate a Bitcoin giveaway scam. But for other efforts, like infiltrating a billion-dollar company by allegedly bribing staff, according to Vice, the yet unidentified hackers have little to show in all. They extracted just 12.5 BTC, about $120,000 at current rates. Which, by all means, is a lot of money, but a relatively small haul when you consider the scale of the hack. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Next news. Five key things we learned from the Twitter hack. Oh my goodness, are we done with the Twitter hack? Ugh, who wrote this? Um, Adriana Hamacher. Twitter saw a hack on an unprecedented scale on Wednesday when scammers targeted multiple high-profile accounts, sending a volley of tweets extorting bitcoins from the 346 million followers from Barack Obama, Apple, Uber, Joe Biden, Elon Musk, and 20 others. The tweet promised users that the account holders would double the donations they sent to the bitcoin addresses provided a classic scam. The hackers walk away with around $120,000, but more importantly, they left some key lessons for social media platforms on the crypto industry in their wake. First one is... Twitter has serious new security questions to address. Okay. Second, people are now more savvy to social media scams. Good. Third, Bitcoin can't shake its scam reputation. True. Fourth, Bitcoin is still the hacker's cryptocurrency of choice because it's so easy to buy and sell. Uh, And fifth, an industry standard is needed. True. That's it. And there's a video from... Andreas Antonopoulos, what does he say? Don't trust verify. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, next news, written by Timothy Lloyd. Leaked police docs reveal crypto role in dark web bioweapons trade. A leaked Interpol manual covering the trade in chemical and biological weapons on the dark web includes advice for transacting in and seizing cryptocurrencies. The manual title, Investigating Biological and Chemical Terrorism on the Darknet, coaches law enforcement on best practices for infiltrating the dark web's contraband list, subcultures, as well as advertising investigators on how to transact in cryptocurrency. It also explains how to create an undercover identity, use the Tor browser, and access dark web community forums such as Dread. Season Dirty Bitcoin you know what, then that's probably something good to uh, check out then, right? It's first edition investigating biological and chemical terrorisms on the darknet. That's cool. The document coaches law enforcement on how to seize cryptocurrencies that is suspected to be tainted by crime to protect the integrity of Interpol's investigative tradecraft and to avoid a potential red notice. Decrypt is declined to publish these findings. Really? Really now? Hmm. 
Let's see, what is this? Wait, what is this? Okay, Darknet through the development of investigation operations countermeasures. All products, uranium. Okay, growing international scrutiny of this dangerous trades comes when law enforcement is increasingly in capture cases. Okay, da 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 da. How did the Interpol manual leak? The Interpol spokespersons told Decrypt that the agency works with law enforcement and other global experts to develop manuals and handbooks on a wide variety of crime types. Such handbooks typically provide information on the best practices, case studies, and latest investigative tools and techniques, the spokesperson said. These are made available to law enforcement investigators via the Interpol National Central Bureau in each member country. The Interpol manual was one of the caches of law enforcement documents dubbed Blue Leaks, which were acquired by hacktivist group Anonymous via a security breach at law enforcement web hosting firm NetCentral, originally posted online by Transparency Collective, distributed denial of secrets. The 270GB data dump revealed the inner workings of over 200 U.S. police departments, including the techniques used by the FBI to track Bitcoin laundering on the dark web. Hmm. Wow. Okay, next <clears throat> next news. Crypto custodian curve integrates DeFi King Compound. Written by hold on, what was that last one written by? That was written by uh the Interpol one was Timothy Lloyd. Okay. And this news is written by Robert Stevens. Crypto custodian curve integrates DeFi King Compound. Compound, DeFi's most biggest lending protocol, has integrated with Curve, a crypto custodian that services institutional investors. The integration could bring big money into DeFi, a nascent multi-billion dollar industry yet to be tapped by traditional investors, largely because it's prone to manipulation and hackers. On Compound, users can plug their idle crypto in its smart contract and earn interest on it by lending it out at rates determined by Compound's algorithm. Okay, yeah, got it. Next news. All right, next news. Colin Harper, historic Twitter hack, good for Bitcoin. It's complicated. Roughly two dozen high-profile verified Twitter accounts were compromised yesterday after hackers socially engineered their way into one of Twitter's admin accounts. The hacked accounts tweeted out a Bitcoin scam exposing the world of crypto to fresh eyes for better or worse. From the attack, the hackers flinched roughly $120,000 worth of Bitcoin using the scamming tactics the crypto community has long been familiar with. The double money trick wherein an attacker asks victims for Bitcoin, which the scammer promises to pay back in double. Only no Bitcoin ever gets sent back. Okay, we got it. We got it. We're done with this, okay? Next news. Written by Andrew Hayward. Ethereum-based fantasy soccer game Sorare nets $4 million in funding. Sorare, the Ethereum blockchain-based fantasy soccer game, lets users amass card games on pro players and compete against each other. Today, announced that it has raised $4 million seed funding round. Led by eVentures, a global venture capital fund, the oversubscribed seed round also features con- contributions from net investors Paratech. Fabric Ventures and Semantic Ventures, as well as German pro soccer players and the world champion Andre Schrulli. Okay, 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 okay. We're, we're done. Next news. Rare 4K digital art depicting fall of man hits Ethereum-based markets. 
British artist Terry Flaxton, a cinematic artist who has been pr uh, producing work since 1970, has debuted his first tokenized work on blockchain today via platform marketplace. Hold on, who is this written by? Andrew Hayward. Okay, continuing. Under every desert AC, a video project set a time after the fall of man is the first ever 4K resolution video artwork released via marketplace and represents the latest digital boundaries pushed by the long-timer artist. It, this work speaks to the potential fate of our planet unless we concentrate our will and intend, to, and intend on changing our attitudes on how we live. Flaxen told Decrypt, I'm glad that artists are able to bring matters like this to the public consciousness through platforms like Makerspace. Makerspace is an online marketplace for rare digital artworks as verified on the Ethereum blockchain. Each piece sold on the site has been signed and issued by the original creator, so even potential copies can't provide the same level of authenticity as the source version. There will be 10 editions of Under Every Desert SC, 9 of which will be sold for 0.6 ETH each. The final edition will be auctioned. Awesome. Next news. FBI U.S. Senate probe Jack Dorsey over Bitcoin scam Twitter hack. Again? What's this Twitter stuff? Written by Robert Stevens. Okay. The massive Twitter hack that took place yesterday has moved beyond the screen into the real world with potentially very real consequences as the FBI and U.S. Senate wants answers. Yesterday's hack turned the world's leaders and billionaires among them Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and Elon Musk into puppets for a crypto scam as old as old as Bitcoin itself. Send the hackers some Bitcoin and they'll send you even more in return. And it worked to some degree. The hackers profited roughly nearly $120,000 in about four hours, Twitter said. It believes that the hack was a coordinated social engineering attack by people who successfully targeted some of our employees with access to internal systems and tools. Okay, done. Next and last news of the day. Hopefully it's not a Twitter. Hopefully nothing to do with Twitter. Okay, written by Jeff Benson. All right, Jeff, you better have it right. Nothing regard, regarding Twitter. Here we go. Why Ethereum isn't monopoly money or for monopolies. Okay. When Thibault, Shrepel, and Vitalik Buterin released their co-authored article, Blockchain Code as Antitrust, during the height of the first COVID-19 wave in May. They couldn't present it at conferences. So to broaden the reach of their paper, the associate at Harvard's Berkman, Berkman Klein Center for Internet and Society and the co-founder of Ethereum instead presented their paper to the public on YouTube today. The paper lays out something of a... a Unified theory of decentralization as it relates to the untangling real-world monopolies and coding smart contracts. The authors contend that states should use public permissionless blockchains to complement antitrust laws. Both antitrust and blockchain seeks decentralization, said Shrepel in the video. They're both about making it possible for everyone in the market to gain economic power. Antitrust law does this by preventing companies from holding too much economic power. Blockchain, blockchains do it by reducing intermediaries and enabling peer-to-peer -peer transactions. Shrepel, who, in addition to his position at Berkman Klein, is also an assistant professor at Utrecht University School of Law, explains in the paper that legal systems try to keep markets functioning properly, but that 
they are situations where the rules of laws does not apply. Okay. All right, cryptonauts. All right, all right, all right. We are done for the day, for the night. Make sure you are washing your hands, washing your head, washing your mouth, washing your feet, washing everything, wearing your mask, keeping six feet and more apart. You know, social distance. Uh, stay quarantined if you can. Only go out for essential things. And make sure you listen to my podcast from beginning to end. Make sure you give me a thumbs up, subscribe, like. Uh, donations are always welcome. Or you can check out my links either through Discord or in the descri- description below. With that said, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all on the next one. Adios.